Instagram this week will be removing the ability to see the recent like and comment history of other users. Meanwhile, Facebook is going to start posting your credit card numbers and home address. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Was that funny? Uh, Instagram is uh, making it harder to see likes, and then, but uh, meanwhile, oh, Facebook oh, right, is posting yeah. your social yeah. security number. I was reading about that the other day. There are a couple of countries where they're doing pilot programs, I guess, where you don't see your likes, and people are much happier. Yeah, I was surprised when I found out um, my uh, fourth grader Sam wanted to. Uh, he wanted his own YouTube channel because he's got a couple of friends that have one, and we we said you're not going to have a YouTube channel. But um, he was talking about how many likes his friends get on their videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought that's interesting that you're aware of that. Well, listen, at my advanced age and cantankerous disposition, um. I was really surprised, and it pains me to admit this. I uh, this is Joe Getty's painful admission. Welcome to Joe Bears His Soul. Do we have the theme music, Michael? <laughs> 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 How about our new transition music? <laughs> Welcome to Joe Bears His Soul. <laughs> It's uh, throat singing, you know. It's uh, popular here in the third world. I figured, I, I, I have uh, realized I'm gifted at this, naturally. I mean, I could do it like a ring and a bell. I would be the Mongolian Elvis if I went over there. <laughs> anyway, where were we? Please turn that off. Oh, so uh, I, I tweeted something or other, and it was reasonably clever by my standards, and I was kind of proud of it, and... I decided to see how it had done, if people were retweeting it or liking it or whatever. And as I opened up Twitter, I realized I was doing so with a feeling of dread. Huh. My The chemicals being unleashed by my brain at that moment were the, oh, God, I hope it's not bad. I hope it's not bad. I hope it's not really? disappointing. Really? That's interesting. And I thought, wait a minute. That's interesting. Who? What have you become? Um, I'm telling you. And, and again, I think it matters that... You know, I'm of middle age and cantankerous disposition. What if you're a tender-hearted child, young person, sensitive, still desperately trying to figure out who you are and find your place in the world? Um, I just, I hate it. I hate that oh, it's gotta, abuse I can't of even, our young people. I can't even imagine yeah. when you're at that age, when you're trying to figure out how popular you are. How much do people like me? Right. That's 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 one of the main things you're figuring out starting at age like I don't know, eleven or twelve. Right. Um, is how how much do people like me and my personality? Right. I'm at an age I know exactly how much people do or don't like me. Mm. I mean that's pretty much set in stone. Indeed. <laughs> I should have done better, but it's too late now. But if you're yes. if you're twelve and you're trying to figure that out, getting those likes would just be so huge. Well, and let's remember, it's not just perhaps a disappointing number of likes and retweets. It is absolutely savage negativity. Intentional hurtfulness in the comments and that sort of thing, depending on what social media you're talking about. So, mm. just just unhealthy as hell. So so many so many roads we could go down right now. Uh, Armstrong and Getty show wise, uh, I'm just I'm drowning in great stuff to talk about. Mm. The third world country that California has become. Again, I you know it's it's like a, the. 
Come down, hold it, if you know. That's a catchy song. All of all these years I've spent becoming a hack guitar player, I could have just I could roll out of bed and do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, this could be they'll uh, over in Mongolia. It's gonna be the Mongolian Elvis, like self help shows and and books and stuff will be written about. Listen, this guy was a useless dope. He's middle-aged. Then he found his real meaning in life. So don't give up. Keep plugging. And became the Mongolian Elvis. Right. <laughs> 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 Hambone, Hambone, what do you say? <laughs> and then remember, I'm going to reinterpret all sorts of classic rock songs in that style to sell records in Mongolia. I, I'm assuming they still have records. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family. He's bad from his life from this monstrosity. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. New uh, stairway. Got out flavor down New Orleans. Sold it about get down in New Orleans. Brown sugar, brown sugar, tastes so good. You know, that's a uh, taste so fine. Yeah, I'm telling you. Where was I? Ah, yes. So, um, dar, 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 we were talking about uh, a little earlier California becoming a third world country. Number one, you got the, the, the junkie bum explosion. And I've got all sorts of information on that and how. They're uh, in the state capital of California. They're allowing the groundskeeping people. I want you to picture this now. There's a park near you. There's a big building. There's a government building, whatever. They got hedges and roses and trees and whatever. The people who trim the hedges now are armed. They're allowed to be armed with pepper spray and tasers and what else, whatever else, so they can trim the bushes because they're so constantly attacked by junkies and bums. This is in a civilized, well, quote, civilized society. But you would be expected, I guess, to take your kids walking through that park to look at the flowers and stuff? Well, it's not a park anymore. It's a junkitorium. It's like a junkitorium. Michael, the West Coast bomb explosion music. Uh, so, and there are all sorts of stories and exhibits to that. Just, and again, if you live somewhere other than Cal Unicornia, and you're hearing these feel-good progressive policies to deal with bums and junkies, Austin, Texas, now fabulous Austin has gone crazy blue, and now they're trying all these same policies, and it's disastrous. And the people at Texas, the governor the other day said, you folks deal with this or the state's stepping in. Good, good for you. You need to do that. So anyway, our message to you is just reject that sort of thing. But we were talking about this as well. There's a giant utility in California, name of Pacific Gas and Electric, better known as PG&E, says it may cut power to more than 600,000 customers across Northern California this week, including all across the densely populated Bay Area, because it's going to be windy. Hot, windy weather. Because the corrupt state legislators and regulators in this mostly one-party state 
had these sweetheart deals with the utility, letting them take big old profits and never doing anything about maintaining the right-of-ways or their equipment or whatever. So what happened recently is there are a couple of big giant wildfires that were sparked by PG&E's equipment, which wasn't properly maintained, and it killed a bunch of people. It burned a bunch of people to death. So now the compromise they've come up with is, well, okay, just turn off the power anytime it gets windy. This is in a first-world nation. This is not Haiti. This is not North Korea. This is not the Sudan. Yeah, if you're listening, California. What's that self-satisfied stat they throw out? Where like the the California's the seventh or the ninth largest economy in the world? Bigger than that, it's like fifth biggest economy in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So you should be really proud of the fact that if you're listening around the 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 country, the news in California is in the Napa Valley, where you've got some of the most expensive property in the world and some of the most beautiful views in the world. You live in a million-dollar house. You might have your electricity turned off for five days, according to the energy company, because it's going to be windy this week. Right. Yeah. That's got to be unimaginable in much of the country. Well, oh, I yeah. know. I've lived in lots of places in the oh, country. Oh, and yeah. I've lived lots of places that have horrible weather, and the electricity goes out a lot less. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's It's something. It it has to do with uh, being a one-party state, though. I mean, uh, one-party government the world over is the same. It becomes corrupt, and the longer it is controlled by one port- party, the more corrupt it becomes. And the longer the one party is in charge, the more they corrupt the system so that they will remain in charge. And, uh, I mean, for instance, for instance witness the, uh, the legalization of vote harvesting in Cal Unicornia which exists purely so Democratic activists can go out and collect bunches of ballots of people who weren't going to show up, fill them out for them. Now, they won't say they're going to fill them out for them because that would be illegal, or sign it for them or whatever. But, yeah, it's that's what totalitarian regimes do. Vladimir Putin could sit down at a table with the Democratic Party of California and trade notes back and forth and really, uh, really bond over that. Among things coming up on the program, uh, how much has the story about Ukraine and Biden and everything like that hurt, hurt Joe Biden in the polls? There's a new national poll out. Oh, I have a Ukraine uh, angle that's really, really interesting. You're not going to hear anywhere else cool. as well. And uh, Elizabeth Warren might be in another one of those she's been making up a story for a while situations, like the whole I'm an Indian thing. Yep. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Kylie and Chloe ran into their exes, Lamar and Tyga, at a L.A. nightclub over the weekend. What an awkward situation that took eight publicists to coordinate. (laughs) Yeah, good one. Um... So a couple of polls for you. Maybe I'll hit you with this one first. 58% of people say they in, uh, support the impeachment inquiry. Mm-hmm. That's um, over half, Jack. Yeah, and it's up 20-some points in just a couple of months. That's a lot, Jack. Yeah, now what people mean by impeachment inquiry, I don't, I'm don't. i not exactly sure what that means. Yeah, that part's all a little fuzzy, because what's going on now is a little bit fake, according to tradition. 
Uh, then you ask, what percentage of those people support removing Trump from office through impeachment? And it's about 50%. But if you break it down to Republicans, which is really where the rubber meets the road, because all the Democrats support this. For more well, they've been howling for Trump to be impeached since before he was inaugurated. 28% of Republicans support, support the impeachment inquiry, according to this new Washington Post poll. And 18% say they support removing Trump from office. The percentage of Republicans who support the impeachment inquiry has gone since July from 7% to 28%. It has quadrupled. That is significant. I still think he's going to be fine. Did you know that... um, Uh, Just a quick aside to you. We heard it stated the other day by some sage who we enjoy reading that there is no such thing as never Trump Republicans now. You're either in favor or you're not. I mean, you're with them or you're against them. Well, that quadrupling a number of people, Republicans, who are saying, yeah, we probably ought to look into the impeachment thing, that's astounding to me. Yeah. And runs counter to the, you know, I don't know what to think. But so he gets impeached in the House and he he gets... uh, Acquitted. Acquitted in the Senate. Senate, Yeah. And Mitch McConnell can do the, should we uh, just, he can immediately just go to the vote, like immediately. It could be over in like five minutes in the Senate once the House, you know, spends months doing their thing. Yeah, it's all pretty vague in the Constitution. And you either pay a price at the ballot box uh, for the way you ran it, or you don't. But they don't have to do a, everybody gets up there and gives a long speech and all this sort of stuff in the Senate. He can do it that way. No, please don't. But he can just say, all right, fine, let's have a vote. Okay, and not enough, it's over. Now what do you want to do? That's how it could end, that fast. People just be getting their popcorn. (laughs) So we'll see. Now, on the other side, who's going to run against old uh, Donald J. Trump, assuming he's still the president, and I would bet you money that he is. Um, this, sir, this this poll came out, and I find it a little hard to believe, but this is a Harris poll. This is October 4th through the 7th, which includes uh, your Ukraine stuff and all that and everything. Mm-hmm. National poll, Biden 33, Warren 19. Biden's wow. up a little in this poll, and Warren's down a little in this poll. Could oh. be an outlier. It's one poll. Yeah, I know there's a there's a huge contrast between say South Carolina, which is an early primary state, and Iowa. Giant contrast. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but uh, most recent, Joe Biden's running away with South Carolina cuz the black folks love him. Yeah, most recent morning consult poll which runs through October 6th, which also includes all this Ukraine stuff. Biden 33, Warren 21. Still double digit lead. Hmm. So we'll see. He's still the man. You know why? Does he have the support of Corn Pop? Because half of Democrats are moderate to conservative, and there's one candidate. Yes. I think that's why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what's really amusing to me? And, and those of you who like live and die politics, I know it's probably not amusing to you. But So the last time around, the Democrats end up with Hillary Clinton. The presumptive choice, the obvious choice. But she was a terrible candidate. And anybody who is honest with you would admit that. It wasn't misogyny or anything else. It's just that she sucks as a presidential candidate. What? So the Democrats are running around thinking, oh, my God, the Republicans are running the guy from The Apprentice. He says crazy stuff all the time. He's got the lowest approval rating of any candidate ever. And and, 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 and we're kind of struggling. I mean, we're ahead in the polls, but I'm really uncomfortable. 
And and meanwhile, Republicans are thinking fairly similar stuff. Hillary is terrible. And we've ended up with a guy from The Apprentice. Well, this time around, it could be the impeachment beleaguered guy from The Apprentice against a socialist everybody knows is going to lose right. if it's Elizabeth Warren. Now, right. I realize those those poll numbers indicate old man Biden might be hanging on. I still say what I've always said. He's terrible about uh, terrible at running for president, and he will not be the nominee. I've been wrong before. I don't know. Well, it's got to be somebody. I, I, yes. And all the big money people say we're not going with Elizabeth Warren. Right. Uh, well, here's, do we have, how much time, Michael? I will just tell you this. There are Ukrainians who lean Democrat and were associated with Hillary Clinton's campaign that were aware that Paul Manafort had been up to hijinks in Ukraine. Hijinks for which he was convicted, um, at least partly. Um, And they were feeding information to the Hillary campaign about Paul Manafort to tarnish Trump. Mm. They were consorting with Ukrainians to bring down Trump. Their defense is, well, Paul Manafort was crooked. Well, if Joe Biden was crooked or Hunter Biden was, then that's the defense of Trump. This all gets a little complicated when you look at both sides. I'd say, what do you got in your news, Marshall? Billion dollar battle between the NBA and China and oh. Trump offering up another turkey surprise. Yeah, this NBA story is, uh, is uh, well, it's something. coming up next. Yo, yo, yo. The 49ers of San Francisco are 4-0 for the first time since Joe Montana was the quarterback of the team. You have two undefeated teams in football, Jack. The New England Patriots and San Francisco 49ers. Really? Yes. Hmm. I think the Patriots. Yeah, of course they won. Yeah. Uh, we shall see. Of course they won. <laughs> yeah. Of course they did. They deflate the balls. They do whatever they got to do. Scout the practices. (laughs) Let's uh, get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, a billion-dollar-plus standoff continues. The NBA now says it is backing the free speech rights of the Houston Rockets general manager. Commissioner Adam Silver telling the Kyoto News that while the league acknowledges the impact of Daryl Morey's recent tweet showing support for pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong, it supports his right for free speech. At the end of the day, though, I am an American, and there are... These values that are deeply rooted in the DNA of the NBA, and that includes freedom of expression for our employees. Uh Yeah, it'll be wild to see this unfold. A couple of points, one of which was made by Positive Sean earlier today. Uh, The NBA is also working really hard to make inroads in India, which has a billion people and, and plenty of disposable income and isn't nearly as problematic as dealing with the communist Chinese. Um, second thing is, Adam Silver is a pretty savvy businessman, and he felt the backlash yesterday. He's trying to placate both sides and hope the Chinese get over being butthurt sooner or later. And there was some serious backlash against the NBA on your, your uh, the social media and cable news yesterday. People did not like that that look for the NBA. But here's the proof in the pudding, and man, would I like some pudding right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I any love flavor pudding. Will do. Oh, yeah. The proof in the pudding like will bread be... bread pudding better than about anything. Yeah, I do, too. It varies so much. Sometimes it's almost completely dry. It's more bread than pudding. Sometimes right. it's runny. It's more pudding than bread. Yeah, that right in the middle is the sweet spot. Mm. Were we talking about something? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, the proof in the pudding will be whether or not they mean what they just said there at the NBA... 
when's the next time you hear a player, coach, or owner say anything slightly negative about China? Right. See if it happens it in public happen. anytime soon. No, see, that's the beauty of their plan, is they've sent out the message uh, with utter clarity. Uh, you're putting billions of dollars at business, uh, bil- billions of dollars of business at risk. Uh, the owners of the teams don't want you doing that, so how about you don't do that? Uh, a preseason game scheduled for them tomorrow. Yep. Uh, Lakers playing, I forget who, somebody else. They're not playing themselves. Uh, but LeBron James will be asked about this, would be my guess. It'd be interesting to see how it goes. And also, ESPN being one of the major coverers of the NBA, ESPN owned by Disney. Disney obviously also heavily exposed in China. How will that uh, affect their ability to report on it as There's well? There's uh, Steve yeah. Kerr up on the screen. He uh, has no me. Go ahead. He has no comment on NBA's China issues. Okay, so the super woke, <laughs> super political Steve Kerr comments on every Trump out tweet over and over again on Trump and conservatism and he, and social issues and the rest of it has nothing to say about. Uh, people who don't want all of their human rights crushed by China. I think that's interesting. Well, it's it's obvious. And again, I will say it. Y'all who engage in woke activism and your brave statements when there's zero risk of any kind. Oh, you're very, very impressive. A day after threatening Turkey with economic ruin, if it goes too far in invading northern Syria, President Trump has announced he will be hosting Turkish President Erdogan at the White House next month. Interesting. The announcement coming a day after Trump publicly warned Turkey to be in big trouble if any American troops in Syria are injured during that military operation that Turkey is preparing to launch. You know, Nikki Haley, the former ambassador to the U.N. under Trump, had a statement yesterday. I don't know if it was a tweet or just she put out a statement. And uh, she was against uh, Trump's move, and she said, the Kurds are our friends. Turkey is not our friend. She said, Turkey is not our friend about a NATO ally Right. that uh, the leader is coming to visit Trump. That's something. I could spend the rest of my days studying Turkey and its internal and external politics. It's just so interesting. If I could have some turkey with some pudding. (laughs) Getting into the giblets. (laughs) Wow. 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 We get easily distracted by anything that sounds like food. Yes. Isn't that what we were talking about? (laughs) Oh, but um, uh, Trump having Erdogan to the White House to try to keep him close to us and not the Russians. It's, It's complicated stuff, man. Trump Troubled was, times, Marshall. I don't know if you realize that. <laughs> Trump was also tweeting. Sitting there with your blank expression and your la-di-da attitude. Troubled times. Your la-di-da attitude. <laughs> Trump also tweeting today, many people conveniently forget that Turkey is a big U.S. trading partner and has helped save lives in Syria. They absolutely are, and they have, and Mr. President... 24 hours ago, you threatened to decimate their entire economy. Yes. Yes. Again, because he apparently had done it before. Right, and just cross me. Try it. I got some jeans that say made in Turkey. Do you? Yeah. What oh. else do they make? What do we trade with them? What else do they make over there? I'm not sure I've examined my jeans and their origins. The company behind Actually, the... you know what they're doing? They're kind of pissed off because we, we've denied them the F-35 Five phantoms? Yeah. Yeah, yeah phantoms. And, and they manu- they actually are part of a NATO partnership, and they have manufactured part of the plane there yes. in Turkey, but we won't let them have the rest of it because they're too chummy with A, Putin, and B, uh, fundamentalist Islam. Some ally. Those are some nice wings and wheels you got there. 
Nice to have a motor, wouldn't it? What are you going to do with them? <laughs> so the top import categories from India were machinery, vehicles. From India or Turkey? I'm sorry, from Turkey. From, uh, were machinery, vehicles, uh, carpets, other textile coverings, iron and steel, and then special. Vehicles. vehicles? Yeah, what kind of vehicles? Somebody driving around with like a Turkish minivan or something? or Our top export to them were aircraft, mineral fuels, iron and steel, which is weird because iron and steel was one that we got back from them. We're just shipping iron and steel all around. <laughs> it's an exchange. Yeah. Uh, machinery and cotton. The company behind the popular online game Fortnite is being sued over claims they deliberately made the game addictive. Oh, oh no. Wow. The suit against the deliberately North- made video games addictive. Yep. The suit ah, against everything that's being made that's uh, got to do with computers is designed to be addictive. What's well, the social media is. Yeah. What's the difference between a really fun game and one that is di- deliberately designed to be addictive? Why don't we listen to Marshall Phillips with his lottie diet? <laughs> <That's laughs> and now Armstrong gets my beloved newsman. Yeah, yeah. that's like a shark is. Ask 100 psychologists and you get 100 different answers, I'm sure. And Twitter's designed to be addictive. Mm-hmm. Facebook's designed to be addictive. With my little finger in the air, I'll finish out this story. The lawsuit claims that Epic Games hired psychologists to make the game addictive. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think that whoever first came up with a lot of card games, they probably... Uh, Kind of intuitively knew that. And too. soda and potato chips and oh, I mean, right. like, chips and TV shows that yeah. uh, give you a cliffhanger right. so you'll come back next week. I mean, where where do you draw the line on this stuff? I just think we ought to be aware of it, that they are deliberately yeah. designed to manipulate your brain chemistry. I just understand that. And it, oh, who came up with it first on video games? Well, my kids play um, Super Mario Brothers, Mario Brothers. They got an old school Nintendo. And uh, the levels thing, that's what keeps them going, is I made it to the next level. Mm -hmm. That seems to be a lot of the addiction. Yeah. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. My kids have the lamest video games. Oh, they're probably the exact same ones I played growing up. Yeah, but their friends have all the really cool current video games. They're playing the doo 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 and everything's kind of a square of a different color. and you're 8-bit graphics. Yeah, you're supposed to believe that's a person, I guess. Jumping over uh, something. I'm ashamed to admit this, but I'm ashamed of a lot of stuff. Uh, I was watching the football last night, and uh, they had uh, multiple ads for Call of Duty, the new one, which is coming out soon. Uh huh. And it was astounding looking. I mean, it was amazing. And I had this brief feeling of, you know, it's a couple of days of trying. I could probably get pretty good at that game, and it looks really, really, really crazy huh. entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. You know, their um, their slogan bothers the hell out of me, though. Greatness awaits. No, it doesn't. If you're the one person out of a zillion who, who does video games in a stadium, well, that's it's pretty uh, cool, I guess. But sitting around your, your house playing video games, trust me, greatness does not await. Any more than, you know, the stupid stuff I do to pass the time. It just, again, I don't like people being enslaved by anything. Understand, this is just amusing you. You're not actually really accomplishing anything. Right. Of course... Do any of us really accomplish anything, Jack? 10,000 years from now, will our little achievements mean anything? All of a sudden, I've gone from, like, Gandhi to a nihilist in, like, 20 seconds. <laughs> well, I kind of like the laying on your deathbed thing, as if we all get to do that, but, you know, and contemplate our lives. Yeah. Would you rather you saw how good you could get at various things or what you could accomplish, or would you rather just while away the hours of video games or other pursuits? Well, you're seeing how good you can get at a video game. 
That's mm. I think that's oh, okay. the disagreement. Okay, gotcha. Um, uh, as opposed to golf. I mean, I can make the argument for golf because you get exercise and, and the rest of it, but um, I, I don't know. <laughs> what is the meaning of life? We'll have the answer for you <laughs> when we return. Armstrong and Getty. I've never been to China before, but I hate to say I'm a little disappointed in all of you. What I've seen, you you seem to treat your people like dirt. You don't believe in any individual freedoms. I mean, you got Winnie the Pooh and Piglet in jail? Now, come on, China! You know, a country ain't nothing unless it's got decency and integrity. And I think I speak for Pooh and Piglet and all of Disney when I say you could use some integrity, China. So that's from South Park, the recent episode that uh, took the idea of Chinese censorship to task. Uh, Now, come on, China. (laughs) We'll be using that one. And I heard a commentator making the point that, yeah, Disney, the great uh, Disney. And uh, the uh, the angry, brutal Mickey Mouse was portrayed in South Park as well. Uh, Disney has zillions of dollars of business in China, including the movie business, in which they allow the Chinese to censor all of the movies you see. And also, the very Disney theme parks in China have uh, rooms set aside for the Communist Party to do their thing and for their informers to come get a cup of coffee and everything so they can keep an eye on everybody really? in the Chinese Disney parks, yeah. That's part of doing business in China. You can't you can't tell the Communist Party, no, we don't have a facility for you. This is for a Snow White to get dressed, this room. <laughs> you can't come in here. It's for Snow White to get dressed. It's all our princesses. It's where they put on her princess dresses. I'm just picturing the Chinese president wearing Mickey Mouse ears. Mickey is hilariously portrayed in the uh, the South Park episode. Rather a... Bit uh, of a rough hang. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a long day as managers go, <laughs> Mickey. Brutal. South Park did get banned in China, and uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of South Park, responded with an apology. Like the NBA, they apologized. Like the NBA, we welcome the Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We, too, love money more than freedom and democracy. <laughs> Xi doesn't look just like Winnie the Pooh at all. Long live the great Communist Party of China. May this autumn sorghum harvest be bountiful. We good now, China? I love those guys. I think that probably settled it. The yes. article in the, I think it was in the New York Times over the weekend, about how young people are more patriotic than their uh, parents were is so damned interesting. I am intrigued. And it mostly had to do with how the Communist Party took over the movie industry completely. They were mostly in charge of it, but now they're completely in charge of it. And there's there's no history of anything bad being taught to young people. Not, nothing about the Great Leap Forward or the uh, Cultural Revolution or Tiananmen Square. Which None, resulted in millions of deaths. They're not yes. aware of any of that stuff. And then they, they get these um, uh, these other views about how awful other countries are. And it mm-hmm. just they're just fed this their entire lives. Yeah. And uh, and they're very patriotic because of it. It reminds me of the fact that I think in the Midwest, those who had game democracy have gotten so good at it, it's getting really tough to run a democracy anymore. 
Um, well, likewise, in totalitarian regimes, they've gotten really, really good at their jobs. Uh, propaganda influencing the young, indoctrinating people right out of uh, you know the womb. Um, they're getting better at their jobs too. It's horrifying, but uh, as you know, a, a guy who studied political science, it's sure interesting to see. Yeah. China's way better at being a dictatorship, um, and I realize that term is a little imprecise, but they're way better at it than than past regimes could hope to be. Do you know what the latest vacation trend is? I assure you I do not. It's got to have a cutesy name, as you know. Oh, boy. Oh, golly. The Momcation, which okay. I suppose you can guess what All it is. All right. A new report finds that more and more mothers are opting for solo vacations in order to get a break from their families. The hashtag, hashtag Momcation, seems to have taken off with more than 48,000 posts now on Instagram. Uh... While some moms initially find it hard to be away from the family, they soon learn to relax and come back feeling renewed. Sure. Everybody needs a break from whatever they're doing. Mm, can't we go together? No. No? Can't do that? No, that'd be, that would not be a break. I know times change, but if my mom had gone off on a solo vacation, it would have seemed very weird when I was a kid. Like for a week or something? That yeah. seems crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. What about no. for like a weekend? Mom's weekend out with the girls? Uh, sure. That My mom never did that, but, you know, I don't know how it would have reacted. But. A week's vacation. Momcation. Everything's got to have a, you know, it's got to have a cutesy name. Yeah, it makes me want to vomit. Staycation. Can I have a vacation where I just vomit? A Bro- vomcation? Bro- brocation. Oh, Lord. I didn't get a chance to get to this story. Probably will tomorrow. Scientific breakthrough, just astounding if, like me, you have an interest in animals and what they actually understand, how their brains work, particularly your higher forms, your dolphin, your elephant, your gorilla, the primates that share 98 point whatever percent of our DNA. Research published this week in the academic journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences suggests we are one great step closer than we realized to a planet of the apes. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> what the great apes understand way more than was previously planet thought. Planet of the apes coming oh, your way. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Final Yeah. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Get your hands off me or pause. You damn dirty so. ape. Let's they, get a bun. don't have paws. Get your paws off of me. What? They have hands, don't they? Do we have that clip available? We might have to take a look at them. Anyway. Paws? It's your hands, I believe. Mm. Hands? Let's get a final thought from everybody. There he is, pressing the buttons. Michelangelo. Michael? Well, the NBA may have lost China as a market, but they are going to pick up Tonga, the Marshall Islands, and Malawi, so they should be just fine. There you go. Uh, Marshall Phillips, final thought. Well, I wonder how many American companies are going to actually be challenged for doing business with China now. I think it's going to be very interesting. We may have hit a tipping point. I hope so. Positive Sean, final thought. Yeah, just a quick primer guide. If you are uh, have not been a fan of South Park over the years, do not get too cherished about anything because there's a good chance they'll come for the thing that you like at some point good as well. point. Multi-ox uh, goring uh, over there at uh, South Park. Jack, do you have a final thought for us? So the commissioner for the NBA said, no, 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 we value free speech in the NBA. People can say whatever they want. I'm going to keep my eyes and ears open to see if there's any criticism of China 
in the coming days or weeks. I don't expect any. No, I think the message has been sent. Uh, my final thought is that uh, the increase in cat population is almost entirely among women. Mm. I have all sorts of interesting pet statistics here. Most of them like that. Totally obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Big dogs are more popular among booners, boomers. Uh, your younger generations like little dogs more. Huh. There's been an amazing growth in cat ownership among Hispanics. Gato cat. <laughs> Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. Jack, most cats are fed in the kitchen. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> no, not really. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can get in touch. You, all the clicks we talked about, the South Park thing is there. Email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, you're, we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing Got out, save it down New Orleans. Sold it a bucket down in New Orleans. Brown sugar, brown sugar, tastes so good. Armstrong and Getty.